0: I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. Hey, welcome. Let's talk about what your employees really, really want. So you may be thinking, "Oh, I know what they want. They just want a good job. They want to be compensated well. They want to come to, you know, uh, an organization where, you know, they have step-by-step instructions. They want to be told what to do." you know, they're lucky they have a job. Like these may be your thoughts right now about your employees. And if they are, I want to challenge you a little bit. I want for you to take a step back. And maybe, just maybe, there's a different way of thinking about your employees. So a lot of leaders get into leadership from management positions. Management positions are time in, time out type of people. They are looking at operational. Things are very technical. They're hired to be managers. And by the way, we need managers too. Always and forever, we will need managers. These are people that are looking at performance They're looking at how effective uh, your role is. They're looking at you know, measurements and meeting measurements on a timely basis. These are managers for a reason. Organizations need managers too. But here you are now in a leadership role. You're now taking more of a visionary approach, right? You now have to exercise the skill or the muscle of foresight, which you've never had to do before. You have to forecast. You have to look at trends. You have to answer to, you know, your your CEO, maybe even the board of directors or board of trustees. So you have constituents at the top that you have to answer to, constituents at your level, and then constituents Below you that answer to you, and and when I say constituents, I just mean I mean followers, right? Or um or or entities or stakeholders. I think stakeholders is a better word for us to use. then. so here you are now a leader, right? You have the formal title, you have the formal duties and responsibilities. You answer to you know not only your CEO but maybe you know a, a shareholder, maybe um, a board of director but you also have to answer to your customers, right? Your constituents, the people you are serving, and have to answer to your immediate reports, right? The people right below you in the hierarchy. And so you've got a lot more duties and responsibilities, and with that comes pressure. It comes with defaulting to what you already know because the brain's like this is too much stress, I don't want to think about anything new, I just want to do what I've been, I've done before. Because what I've done before has worked. But here's here's what I really want for you to take away from this discussion, is that what you have done before worked as a manager. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. What you've done before has worked, but in a management setting. You are now in leadership. This takes a whole lot more effort. And this is why I exist. <laughs> Well, I mean, I have many reasons why, why, you know, I exist, but why my business exists is to help you transition from a manager mindset to a leader mindset, because your employees do not want to be managed. I, I know you're saying, but wait a minute, what do my managers do? Well, the managers do what they have to do. I'm talking about you, the leader. If you are in a role of leadership, you are expected to think at a different level. You are expected to lead at a different level. You are expected to problem solve at a different level. What what worked for you as a manager is not going to work for you as a leader. And if you're having problems with this idea, take a look at the results you're creating right now as a leader. If you are stuck in any way, if you are stuck in problem solving for your organization, if you are stuck in your own self-doubt and lack of confidence, if you are stuck in getting your employees to, to move towards a goal or objective, meaning you don't know how to inspire them, you don't know how to get to know them, you're not connected to them because you've been relying on your management tactics. There are differences between managers and leaders. We do need managers, my friend. So don't don't disregard that and don't discredit the managers in your organization. We need those people. But you are now a leader. You are leading and inspiring change. You are inspiring a change in the culture. You are inspiring a change in behavior. You are inspiring a change in a result. You are hired to do so much more than managing. So one of the biggest differences that I'd like to share in regards to management and leadership is that the leader, you the leader, you are so focused on the what and the why of things. Why are we doing this? And what do I need to know? And you know, why is this important for my team to move towards achieving this result? what will it require what will it do for the organization right why is this important what is needed the leader is always evaluating always looking at the best interest of her team she is there to defend her team her department or her region or division she is always looking for the best interest of her people And the manager, however, and like I said, they are very much needed. The manager is looking at the how and when it needs to be completed. How are we going to get this project done? And when does it need to be completed? So you are leading, you're asking the what and the why. Why is this important? Why do my employees need to be on board with this? What information do they need so that we can, you know, get the manager then to figure out the how how to do the process, how to complete the process on a timely manner. So you are the leader and you have a manager more than likely beneath you, usually the hierarchy. And the manager can be a director, a supervisor, but you are above that person. And so a manager still needs to understand what leadership is. Because if you are the manager looking at the how, right? All the the step-by-step things that need to be done, and then the when, when does this need to be completed? They also need to understand employee behavior, right? How do we inspire the employee to then take the how, the action, the step-by-step actions? So the manager still needs to understand what you as a leader is trying to accomplish. But you, my friend, you are the leader, Here you are taking a much more visionary approach on things. Let your managers analyze the failures, analyze the process, analyze what it takes to succeed in a process, right? That's what the manager is for, and we need them. And your role is to develop the manager. Your role is to understand what yours is and what theirs is and how you complement one another. Now, if you're saying, well, Denise, I don't have anyone that you know, oversees other people. I don't have someone that reports to me that oversees followers. Then I want for you to take this really interesting approach in that every one of your employees acts as a self-manager. That's in essence then what you're doing. You are a leader, and let's say you just have a flat uh, hierarchical chart within your division. Let's just say it's you, the leader, and then you have like 20 people under you and they all report to you. Let's just say that. And those 20 people have their individual roles. They have a cog in the machine. They have their own individual processes that they have to follow to then complete this entire project that you all are striving to to achieve. Treat them as managers. Give them the autonomy to self-regulate, to self-manage, to self-discipline. Trust that they have the skills and the mindset to be their own managers, right? That We come to every employee with that assumption. I trust you. You know what you're doing, right? That's the assumption. But what if their behaviors and the results are creating are not backing that assumption up? That's when you, my friend... You take the time to develop that individual. Not all of your employees will require this much attention. Some will. Some will require a lot of attention. And those are the ones that you really want to develop. You want to take your time. You're going to need patience with them. You're going to need to explain things in more detail. You're going to need to take them maybe by the hand at least initially. But with the understanding, right? And with the plan that they will be autonomous and that they will be able to be self-sufficient and self-reliant. And that's where your coaching leadership abilities will come into play. So important that you de- develop the coaching skills that you need to move and inspire your employees. And I think what I will do in the near future is do an episode on, on coaching skills as a leader, what you need uh to develop to to be more impactful, a more powerful leader with coaching abilities, with your coaching skills. I just think leader equals coach, coach equals leader. We are inspiring a change of behavior. And it takes a whole lot more to to inspire your people. But that's basically the bottom line as as to what we do as leaders and coaches. So stay tuned for that. That's a really good idea. So the main difference again. Leaders are focused on the what and the why, and the manager is focused on the how and the when. You know, it's the process that the manager is focused on. They're not the visionary. They're not the ones looking at trends and and market share, and they're not answering to a CEO or, or you know, a board of director or, you know, anyone above them. They are within this division they don't respond to anybody else they are there for a role they clock in clock out they're so focused on the process and you know for some people that's that's really exciting that's all they want to do they don't want to move into leadership they may think it's a lot more you know a lot more work than what it's worth and i get that so you as a leader however needs needs to know what your employee's role is, right? What the manager's role is and the distinction between yours and theirs. Because again, a lot of our leaders, especially some of the people I serve, come into these leadership roles with that management mindset. And that, my friend, will not work. It's not sustainable. And yes, it is true. You come into these new roles doing what you've always known, But this is why leadership development is so important. It is critical, absolutely critical. So if you are a manager and you're listening to me and you're saying, well, wow, I really need to develop some leadership skills, then you come to me. If you are already a seasoned leader and you are acting as a manager, then let's dig into that a little deeper. Because sometimes you do have to focus on the process, right? You have to focus on the how and the time frame, the when. And so wonderful, but that, that's not all of what leadership is for you. That's probably a very small percentage. And that's where you need to develop each of your employees as their own self-managers, right? As self-managers with, with self-regulation and self-discipline. That's going to make your role as a leader so much easier. So it's really developing them into their own managers. And that is what you'll need help with because it's very interesting if you're not familiar right or if you're not accustomed to leading and you don't have the proper mindset and skill set and strategies then how you impact your people will be like like you were in management right so you need to do the work first on your brain right looking at your self identity your leadership identity your leadership value and what you bring to your division or your department and then you can better understand how to inspire your people so do the work leader or if you're a manager get ready for a leadership opportunity and this will be helpful when you do apply for a promotion you do apply for that leadership role you will already have had the leadership development and the skills by working with me before you can you go and apply so you'll have everything you need to be prepared for that new role so I'm speaking to you both, managers and the leader. (laughs) You both need the leadership development, and I'm here to support you. All right, my friend. So what your employees really want are leaders. They want to be led by confident, certain leaders. They don't want to be led by managers. They're already self-managing, right? If you're doing a good job, or they're answering to a manager already. So you, my friend, have the responsibility to lead your people. Let me tell you, no one wants to be managed. When it comes down to it, no one wants to focus on the process. No one wants to focus on the time frame. And yes, they're hired to do this work, but you can inspire them. You can inspire them to focus on the how. How are you going to achieve this? And if you're a leader and you are having an employee meeting, or you're meeting with someone individually, you can ask them, you know, how, how is it going for you? How is this project going? Tell me the how. How are you, or how are you going to accomplish this by this time frame? And open that question up. Like Open that conversation with that one question and get them to start sharing. And listen, your employees are afraid to fail. They don't want to fail on you. You know, it's one thing to fail on themselves because they probably do that. I mean, listen, I fail on myself, <laughs> you know, when no one's looking. I'm failing on myself. But it, it it sucks to fail on a leader. It sucks to fail on someone that you admire and that you respect. You don't want to fail them. I mean, think about, about your role right now, the person that you answer to. You don't want to fail them. You want them to trust you. You want them to think, wow, I hired an amazing leader. You don't want them to have regrets. You don't want them to have, to have doubts that you can't get the job done. Like nobody wants to feel that way. So know that your employees are also coming to the table with that self-doubt. You don't want to fail you. So how are you, the leader, going to support them in the how and the when? This again, if you don't have a manager between you, right? This is when they're answering directly to you treat them like self-managers. You develop them into managers. And of course, if you do have a manager that reports to you, you best make sure that they have the skill set that they need to manage that project, to manage their people. So people want to be led. We want to be inspired. We want to be part of a movement. We want to come to work every day excited to achieve a, a goal together. We want to be part of the conscious collective here, and that's your job is to inspire them. And yes, you have technical things that you must do as a leader. We get that. There's reporting you have to do. Of course, you you know you're accountable. You have to stay accountable, and you have to re- you know do reporting often. I get that. But your vision and your 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 muscle of foresight that you're developing will help you then connect with the disconnected. This will help you connect with the disengaged. This will help you create committed and loyal followers. They're going to want to hear from you. They're going to want to go to you. They're going to want for you to trust them. They're going to do everything they can for you to trust them. They want to support you. That's leadership. And that's what people want. All right, my friend, there's so much more to leadership, so stick around here. Stick around, subscribe to the podcast. Let me know what your thoughts are, what ideas you have, what you want to hear about in regards to leadership. We are developing leaders around here, the most powerful, conscientious, confident leaders on this planet, because that is what my job is. This is what I'm called to do, is to support you on your journey of leadership. All right, my friend, have a wonderful week and I will chat with you next time. Take good care. Hey, before you go, I have a special gift to share with you. It is my exclusive guide on the 15 values of a masterful leader. That's right. These values are what drive every decision you make. They motivate every action you take as a leader. So don't leave this to chance. You got to know what 15 values masterful leaders use to develop their influence, inspire their followers and impact their organizations. So head over to my show notes, grab this exclusive guide ASAP. It'll be delivered in your email box as soon as possible. I'll see you inside.